0: I.V.M. It is the year 1911. On a warm winter afternoon in Calcutta, an elite group of leaders have gathered to discuss their roles in the Indian independence struggle against the British. The session is being chaired by Bhishan Narayan Dhar as the president and everyone is gearing up to make their arguments eager to contribute to the cause. Before the session starts, a group of kids walks through the crowd the low-buzz murmuring of the crowd comes to a stop as they get up on stage and start singing a song. Amongst them was a girl called Sarala Devi. At that moment, as she sang with the chorus, Sarala did not know that the song she just sang would change the face of Indian nationalism forever. Welcome to A Century of Stories brought to you by IDFC First Bank. Always you first. I'm your host Kunal and this is the story of the Indian National Anthem. We all love the National Anthem. The tune of Jana Gana Mana is deeply instilled in us. But this song, which every kid in India knows by heart today, had a very unique, vibrant and difficult history. In 1947, the British left India but left behind some open wounds. Their divide and rule policy had created and fostered animosity between different communities. There was massive damage done to the identity and unity of the people of India. After the partition, amidst all uncertainty, violence and conflicts, the dream of a united India appeared difficult, quite difficult. The newly independent India was in need of some words of courage and solace, words that would remind them about who we are as a nation and as a people. This is where a familiar poet appeared on the stage and gave us what we needed. Rabindranath Thakur, or as you know him, Rabindranath Tagore. Tagore had witnessed with his own eyes the plight, the struggle and the resilience of the people of India during colonial times. In the early 20th century, he was struck by a series of tragedies. Tagore lost his wife, his father and his second daughter in quick succession. In addition to this, he was also witnessing the movement against the 1905 partition of Bengal. His experience over the years inspired the birth of Bharata Bhagyo Vidatha, a five stanza poem capturing the essence of the freedom struggle in India. Still powerful to this day. And oh, remember Sarala Devi, the girl who sang this poem at the session in 1911? Now I can tell you, that she was Tagore's niece. This powerful composition gained tremendous popularity across India, loved by politicians and people alike. When 15th August 1947 came along, these words were in the air. Independent India realized that we need a song to represent who we are and announce ourselves to the world. This became the natural choice. Bharato, Bhagyo Vidata. Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru gave it five stars and wrote a review. He said, it was distinctive and there is a certain life and movement in it. Tagore picked up his pen, tweaked and twiddled with the words a bit and gave us the beloved five stanza poem called Jana Gana Mana. But wait, the story of the National Anthem doesn't just end here because... When everything was going right, the national anthem was rejected. (laughs) As the popularity of Janaganamana grew, a big political conflict emerged. Different factions within the Indian nationalist movement held differing opinions on the anthem's suitability as a national symbol. Some believed that the anthem's inclusivity and pluralistic message would unite the nation, while others felt it was not representative of all regions and languages in the country. Nehru knew that for the song to attain the position of national anthem, it had to appeal not only to the Indian heartland, but it had to have its music shine abroad. And now Tagore faced a big challenge. He realized that this anthem required more, much more, something more that would make it the perfect composition, reuniting India and blurring its regional and linguistic divides. Enter Captain Ram Singh, a freedom fighter, writer and composer. Captain Ram Singh was born in Baksu Khaniara, a village near Dharamsala, on August the 15th, 1914. He joined the Indian Army as a young lad and fought wars with fellow Indians. Come independence, He had a unique perspective of what patriotism and fighting for your country means. His understanding of the Indian mind's plight and resilience served as inspiration to design the perfect composition for Jana Gana Mana. He was the one who stepped forward to compose a melody that would complement the words Jana Gana Mana. Captain Thakur's composition skillfully blended elements of Indian classical and folk music capturing the essence of the anthem and satisfying diverse musical traditions across the nation. What's more, it could be adapted to be played by a brass band. The new composition was not just perfect for political requirements but gave the national anthem a sense of harmony eliminating regional and linguistic divides. Janagana Mana, which succinctly conveyed the spirit of pluralism or the philosophy of unity in diversity, was then officially adopted as the National Anthem on January the 24th, 1950. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how we got our Indian National Anthem. You've been watching a century of stories brought to you by IDFC First Bank Always you first. Next week, I'll tell you the story of how this changed everything. Till the next week. Bye. I. V.